0: It's now time for the Giddy Up Punters Club with Adam White.
1: Hello and welcome to a special Giddy Up. This is Giddy Up Extra. It's a Giddy Up podcast thanks to Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. As I promised you, we'll be doing a podcast to preview the Brownlow and preliminary final weekend. It's dropping on Friday afternoon. Gareth, all with you. We are recording this at 12.30 on a Friday afternoon. Gareth, all with you, and I'm welcoming the team. And what a team it is. This man is the best AFL punter that I've ever come across. Year in, year out, he's produced the results, especially on a Monday night heading into grand final week. He... He loves the Brownlow medal. His name is Adam White and he joins us now. No pressure after the introduction, Gee, White. that introduction, Whitey. Gareth,
2: I do love the Brownlow. Uh, I've always loved it. Um, my wife still shakes her head at me when I get out the Herald Sun yes. middle page spread with the hots and the colds and the the little sort of injured suitcases and that sort of thing. And I I sort of hi- got highlighter pens and all sorts of information. So it's, it's about betting, obviously, before, but also being able to bet in the run as well, yeah. because as soon as things start to shape up and players are below or above expectation, that's when you can bet in the run as well. So it's a, it's a great night. Fun night anyway, but a fun night to have a few dollars in your account to have a bit of fun. Have that's, a bit of fun.
1: Yes. Make sure you're gambling responsibly. And make money. In today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, <laughs> the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's welcome in. I don't... Why, I don't it was a tough decision at the selection table if we got this man back for a special. I know oh, we had to. We had to have him. Brownlow Medal edition. This is the man that told us that GWS would be finishing in the bottom three, and they could. Since then, they have played like the Brisbane side of the early 2000s. Nick Pontus. hello to you.
3: Hello Gareth. It was probably one of the worst takes of the year.
1: Yeah. You know, it's, it's up there with Josh Jenkins saying that. You said West Coast would make the eight. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I,
2: I don't think that could be beaten, to no. be honest.
1: So, um, <laughs> plus you you, you you, told me to get on. I, th- I was the one that said to get on Carlton at $4 to make the top eight, didn't yeah. I? Yes. Was probably my greatest take. Anyway, it's not about patting ourselves on the back here. No. Um, you are you looking forward to the Brown Lake? Oh. Do you have the same enthusiasm for this award as Adam White does? It, it's one of my favourite notes on the calendar,
3: Gareth. Obviously, last year's count was as exciting as it gets. Patrick Cripps getting over the line right at the end.
2: Well, he, it depends who you had your money on yep. and who you support. Obviously, as a cult man, yeah. you're happy. For those that was he in the Locky market? Neal. Was he favourite Cripps? No, he, he wasn't favourite. definitely wasn't favourite. No. No.
1: Um. But so yeah,
3: that's what makes it so exciting. The yeah. fact that the favourite doesn't always necessarily get up. The value isn't necessarily in who wins.
1: Yeah. So it's going to be fascinating trying to analyse this year's Brownlow. And this man, he's the secret weapon to Giddy Up. He does a wonderful job as leading the way with our digital team for Giddy Up on SEN track. Hugh Fitzpatrick, who's a St Kilda supporter. He says, um, Gareth, you def- definitely need me for the <laughs> Punners Club Giddy Up Brownlow medal um, show. So, Hughie? welcome to the show Gareth thanks for having me Whitey pont yeah I'm a bit the same as you Whitey. I was a complete
0: enough I remember at school we used to I used to make this spreadsheet I said lads I've, I've got a sort of this is Browner so I made these spreadsheets every year hand them out sell them for 10 bucks I said boys this year we'll get it made a killing and every every Tuesday morning when I broke up after that Monday night geez, it wasn't it didn't go down well but no it's a pleasure to be here I think it's a it's, it's an interesting count this year I can't wait for it
2: I think the only thing Gareth I'd like to say before we Get going is and and I'm being genuine in saying this is when you're betting on the brownlow medal, particularly when you're betting in the run. Don't get emotional about it. So you've got to keep emotion to the side. So That's if you are getting it is because if you start getting frustrated that the umpires haven't seen the player you think they should see, or you, you think for whatever reason they get behind on your expectation that it automatically they're going to get the votes later on in the season. Just those sorts of things, chasing. Um, on Brownlow low metal night can be dangerous. You've really got to have a, a clear plan going in, and have a have a limit on what you want to bet in the run, and don't shoot it off, you know, too early. Let the count unfold, and not get too emotional about it, and be patient. And you will get to a point where I think you you'll just see it, and you'll either you'll either see the winner, and you'll just say they're going to win from here, yeah. or you'll see the other thing where you go, well, I'm not sure whether they're going to win, but gee, they should be a lot shorter. Than what they are at the moment because they've got these games ahead. Can and that's an when you can bet. Well, it might be a situation, I mean, oh, previous years.
1: Or even a even well, Monday so, night, just give me yeah, a so, situation. So say, for
2: example, you might get to round 12 and Lockie Neal is. No, I won't use Lockie as an example because I don't think you'll win. Say it's say it's Marcus Bontempelli and, and he's on 14 votes at round 14. And based on your estimation, he should be on 10 and you know that there is a group of games coming out where he should poll, that's when you bet, if you think he's over the odds. But at the same point, if you think that Nick Dakos is going to win, but he's trending the same as you thought or maybe a bit less, don't then take the unders, even though you think he might win because he's maybe not getting as many votes as you thought he would and maybe the umpires, because they tend to see players the whole way through the year. So there's, there's an examples of where you've just got to be a bit careful and emotionless in, in the way you go about things and be patient. That's the mo- you know, in betting in the run, you get so excited by it, you want to, oh, I've got a bet here, I've got a bet here, and it's round four, and all of a sudden you've got five players that you've got money on, you've got no money left, and all of a sudden you see the winner at round 12 and you've got nothing left to play with.
1: And you need to call Bet365, betting in the run as well. So imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Let's have a look at this market. First of all for the Brownlow medal, and it's been it's been a fascinating market right throughout basically the middle part of the year. Um, having a look at the overall winner for the Brownlow, we bet 365, Nick Dacos is at $2.80, Marcus Bontempelli at $3, Zach Butters at five fifty, Christian Petrarca at six fifty, and then we go out to Lockie Neal at thirteen. So I think they're the top five with big chances. And then Tim Taranto at forty to one. It would be surprised if he won. Errol Golden is at fifty to one. Jordan Dawson is at fifty to one as well. So that's the story with the market. We'll start with Nick Dakos. Now, if we were calling this race, like it was a race, the Brownlow medal, he'd be seven in front as they swung for home at the four hundred meter mark Whitey. Can he hang on?
2: So he was a dollar forty before he got injured. So he missed the last three games of the season. And the only one really in market consideration at that point was Marcus Bontempelli.
3: So, the other interesting thing is yes, he missed the last three games, but we also don't expect him to poll in the three games before that. Yep. So, he's probably not going to poll in the last six games. Yep. Can you win at Brownlow without polling in the last six games?
2: Well, so and I think that's important information. But with the Bontempelli situation, so he went. From being, you know, a reasonable chance to almost equal favourite for the count. And in those last three games, he had 23 disposals against Hawthorne in a loss, 32 disposals against West Coast in a loss, and then 31 disposals in a win against Geelong. And I would say at best he'll get four votes from those last three games. So we've got to understand that there was this massive overreaction in the market when Dacos got injured. And while we've got to take into consideration what Pont's saying, we've also got to take into consideration he was a $1.40 chance. So to be a forty chance, you're winning the Brownlow by six or seven votes. Did Bont and Pally make up the ground in that time in, in the absence of Dacos? I'm not so sure. And that's you... where
0: Port Adelaide Zach Butters comes into it. Yep. So he finished strong. So if Bont can get over Dacos in that period before those final three games... I think Butters is the one that will finish hard late. And he's $5 with Bet 365, which is, he's not really being considered much. It's either a Bont-Dacos show, but I just think Port Adelaide's Butters okay. charge home late. It's going to be an inverse too, because
3: Dacos is going to poll probably the first six rounds of the season, and he's going to poll hard. Butters is not going to poll anything until maybe round five. So he might be on flat zero after round four, and then he's going to come with a rush. He's going to poll pretty much every week mm. around the bye period and then we'll see whether he can run down Dacos at the end.
2: So the other consideration with Butters, his numbers were outstanding from pretty much round 19 onwards. He had that good run in the middle of the year as well, but he finished the season particularly well. But you know what else happened in that time? Port Adelaide didn't play very well. So while he got lots of numbers, and that's great, a lot of those games were in losses. So Port Adelaide won three in a row, so that's rounds 22, 21, and 20. And, yeah, Butters was good in that period, but so was a couple of other players, particularly Connor Rosie as well. So I, I, I see what you're saying, but we got to, that's a big consideration is, did the team win in the games that these players got high possession numbers?
1: So I want to get into the psyche of the umpires here.
2: Which is very difficult.
1: Yes. So you've got Nick Dacos, who started off the season, on fire. Um, he's a second-year player. Mm. Do you think that they notice him as much as they would towards the back end of the season when he was getting all of the raps and the votes from every other um, competition going on in the country regarding the player of the year. And on the flip side of that, Whitey, and then we'll go to Pont and Huey for a comment on this. Do you think that Marcus Bonte Palli and Zach Butters, the umpires are listening, thinking, well, Dacos should be in front, but these two footballers are coming late? you think that comes into their, their psyche. Now, it shouldn't, but it's no, it, it's, it's, it's human nature, isn't it, it? it?
2: I think it naturally does. And if you look at what has happened over the past 20 years since the media has exploded, the, the favourites generally win or the good players generally get lots of votes. It, the, the numbers are so much higher now than what they used to be for the midfielders, and they're not getting any more disposals. It's just that the, the, the players that catch the eye... It happens more – it seems to be more naturally with umpires.
0: That's an interesting one. So I feel like brown betting has just taken off the last five years, which <coughs> means betting agencies, they put so much more focus on it, which is why I'm so led towards the favourites, which is why it's so interesting that it's $2.80, $3 with day-cost bond. But, yeah, I find I'm so attracted to the favourites because I'm thinking, in my psyche, so many people are betting on this night
2: bookies have got to be switched on. Yeah. And and, and he's, there's a lot more data now that's made, been made available for punters, not just at this time of year, but through the year as well. Um, and that's the professional punters that do tend to shape a lot of the markets, but also just the, you know, the, the $20 each way punters like us, of course, um, that again, we're, we're getting the same sort of information that most people are getting.
3: Then you have the wild card in that, Huey, which is the umpires themselves. Like, we can have the best form analysis, the best experts giving their thoughts, but at the end of the day, what does, what does Matt Stevick think on the day? Like, yes, it comes so, down to that.
2: Yes, but the thing is, and this is really, I think, relevant in all of this, is that the umpires don't get the stat sheets yeah. that we get on our phones, or that if you're at the game, you get the champion data printouts with all the numbers. They don't get them. So... And I think that's important because two things stand out to me. And, you know, I haven't asked umpires this necessarily, but you tend to th- remember it's a rec- there's a recency bias. So players that finish off games really strongly and win the games for your team or get 10 disposals in the last quarter, that's fresh in the umpires' minds when they go down to write the votes, even though they have a bit of a chat about it at time. But because they're not seeing those numbers that everyone else is seeing, that's why you can't be emotional. You can't say, oh, hang on a sec, he got 41 disposals. He has to get three votes in this game. Because often, and there are a lot of players like Nick Dakos and Zach Bass that fall into this category, numbers can be deceiving because they can chain up three four yeah. disposals in a in a in one passage of play that, that really fattens the numbers. But have they really been a influential player on the field that's going to catch the attention of the umpires without the stats? I'm not so sure about that.
1: And when you have a look at the awards around the country since the season's finished, like the afl MVP, Marcus Bontepelli, which was recently announced. Sack Butters won the Channel 9 Footy Show Award. He, he also won, won the Coaches. Yeah, he won the Coaches. Yep. Um, SEN's Player of the Year with the votes. I think that was Dacos. Yeah, it was Dacos. He just, yeah, because Kingy did all the votes. <laughs> um, so... Nothing like talking out of your pocket, AG. Yeah, well, David King, what a talking about one of the great future bets of all time hats off to yeah, David it's King a 50 to 1 or 60 to 1 when he tipped David yeah, King 51 yeah, 50 50 to one. 1 Yeah, Josh Dacos. yeah now he's Nick. what $2.80 Pick Dacos. so why do you, do you take that into consideration what's the it's different voting so people can't get carried away with what's been happening in other awards
2: yeah but no they, they can't but again they're front of mind they're being mm. spoken about um so you're obviously going to have a view on players playing because they're being spoken about during the week. So so with Nick Dacos, I'm going to put this information to you guys and see what you think of it and make what you want of it. He played 20 matches for the year. On 17 occasions, he had 26 or more disposals. On 12 occasions, he had 28 disposals or more in a Collingwood win. And on 12 occasions, he had... 30 or more disposals. But the key for me in all of that, and this is where he's better than anybody else, is that on 12 occasions, 28 disposals in a Collingwood victory. And considering so many of Collingwood's other players are role players... Don't get a lot of the footy, don't stand out, and they essentially, it's almost like he's a, a quarterback in an NFL team. We'll just give it to Nick and he does his thing. Mm. He just stands out so much more than any other Collingwood and the player. Crowd love him as well. So yeah. I feel for me that consideration against a Marcus Bonimpelli who single handedly probably won six games for the Dogs, so that might be 18 votes. He's competing with a lot of other players in a lot of big games he played um statistically, the dogs didn't win.
0: But is but is he this year though, Bond? That's is he I feel like previous years he was definitely competing against him. McRae is your McCrae's Lib- Yes. So I I just I think, think Liber this, you know? think, think this year, but McRae, he was a prune vote. No, 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 he's not gonna get Yeah, him. no, I agree he, with that. I I Morton think doesn't get votes. I just think yeah, I, I, th- yeah. I think
2: that's right. I think on previous years of the Bulldogs, yes. But I still think there's a difference between Dacos and Bond and Pally on his team. So yeah. you've got Tim English. Does he get votes? Does he stand out as a tall, blonde Ruckman? Um, he, he hasn't really got a lot of votes in the past. I think Libba will get votes. Um, but certainly McRae and Smith won't get votes. Dunkley's not there anymore, obviously. Hunter's not there anymore. So I think there is absolute consideration to what you're saying, Huey. But those numbers for me with Dacos and, and how I was trying to build a case of him before, he clearly gets at least 30 votes. And, and I just I just think this could be a count that you're, he's just going to post a number and sit there. It's like a golfer in a clubhouse that's just sat there on the Sunday eating his chicken parmigiana, <laughs> watching the TV, yeah. hoping he holds on and no one gets to his school.
0: You look at Collingwood's votes last year. So Crisp, this is the end of the count. Crisp 11, Nick Dacos 11, Dugowie 10. And then the rest were Dacos, Lipinski, Cameron, four. So you're right. So And so they made a prelim with that. Yeah, correct. And
2: McRae was the coach with that, where he was playing the role players. You know, those a lot of those guys were getting a much higher number of possessions yeah. when Buckley was coach compared to McRae.
1: All right, then. So we've touched on Dacos in Bontempele. Zach Butters, he had a good end to the season. Middle part of the season, he was a little bit flat, a bit like Port Adelaide. And then when Port Adelaide got on that role... In the after round three, he was the star, wasn't he?
2: Yeah, he was great.
1: So he, if he's within striking distance of Dacos as they swing for home, maybe. Yeah,
2: maybe. So eleven times he had thirty or more disposals, nine times twenty eight or more in a win. But one thing that he doesn't do is kick goals. So only on one occasion this year that he had 26 disposals or more and yeah. kicked multiple goals. And so you look at Dacos, did that five times. Bontenpelli did it five times. Petrarca did it six times. But has only did it once. We
1: haven't touched on Christian Petrarca. He's on the fifth line of betting with Bet365 at $6.50. In today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. Nick, Nick we will go to you with Petrarca. Um, how have you rated his season? And is he value there at 650?
3: See, the thing with Petrarca is I don't think the bet is for him to win it. The bet for him is to poll in the most games. So I think he's going to get a lot of ones and he's going to get a few twos. I don't know how many threes he's going to get. Uh, and if you look at, at the betting odds with bet 365, he is the favourite to poll in the most games. Yeah, And I think that's entirely likely, but... Whether you get he gets the twos and the threes to actually pull him up there with the top three. I think he might just be on that rung one below.
1: So with that option, there's so many options with bet three, six five. So the player to poll a vote in most games, you've got Petrarca at two twenty-five, Bonton Pally five, Dacos six fifty, Butters seven, and then Caleb Sarong at ten, Rosie at thirteen, Timmy Taranto at seventeen, Lockie Neal twenty to one, then Jordan Dawson at thirty-four. And big prices for Zach Merritt at 67 and Jack Feiney 100 to 1. Whitey,
2: I, I don't mind uh, Bond and Pally for that particular $5, yep, yep. one. So I know what you're saying, Pont. I I was convinced two years ago, absolutely convinced that Petrarca was going to win the Brownlow. I, I just couldn't see how he wasn't going to win it. Naturally, he didn't win it. Um, but he hasn't been as good this year as he was last year and the year before. And uh, there's a lot of commentary saying, oh, well, yeah, but, but Oliver's not there. I'll tell you what, Viney had a great year yep. uh, and did a lot. Brayshaw played a lot more in the midfield, um, standing out with the helmet, um, etc. So I just don't think that Petrarca's had a good enough year to win. I think he's way too short in the market. So
0: what about the top five betting with Bet365? There's a great market there. So it seems like the top three is a lock. Yep. So Dacos, Bont, Butters, they seem like a lock. Um, Petrarca's the next line of betting with Bet365 at dollar thirty. And then the fifth one's interesting. Is it Lockie Neal, dollar sixty-two? Caleb Strong, two seventy-five. Toronto, three fifty. Zach Merritt three seventy-five. I feel like that's where you can shop.
2: Yeah, that's good, yeah absolutely. Fifth play. It's hard to find that though because it's it might only be one spot.
1: That's the thing. That's the you're going one against. Yeah, six I do know. I, I find fascinating in the Brownlow count this year, and it's because of our colleague Kane Corns here at SCN. Mm. Mm. The the narrative that he ignited with Timmy Toronto. Now, good judges were tipping Tim Taranto at 100-1. to one. I think you can find that article on scn.com.au. Yeah, um, who was the? Um, I think that was by you guys. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, he's not going to win at 40-1, but it'd be interesting to see how he, he polls because there was a lot of commentary around Tim Taranto and whether he is a player that hurts opposition. He gets a lot of the football, but um, um, is he... Is he is he a player that would get votes in a brown line? And that's where you kind of like,
0: as you've we said before, you try in the umpire's mind. Would they react to that media? Like, once Kane sort of said that stuff, Tim's kicking was shocking. So I'm just thinking media <laughs> would have reacted to that as well. And they wouldn't. I, don't, I feel like Tim's massive unders at yep. 350 for that top yeah. five spot.
3: Can I just go with, we're talking about top five finish and also for most Polling in the most games this year.
1: All right, then. So, I'll, so the 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 is that the market I just read out? Yeah. yeah. Was, yep. Yep.
3: So that that one just before Gareth, and also for top five finish, Caleb Sorong, I think is a wild card here. He's okay. a chance to poll in the most individual games this year. I've got thanks to our friends at Stats Insider who have provided us with a lot of data yeah. for this. They've got him at a twenty-two percent chance to poll in the most games this year, and they've got him uh, at a where is it at a, a pretty strong chance as well to finish in the top five only. They've got him behind the leaders. So Dacos, Bont, Butters, Neil, Petrarca. They've got Sorong as the next most likely what player I'd say there, Gareth? to finish in the top five.
2: To finish in the top five. $2. Oh, $2. 75. And what, $2.75. And what about the one for the, I'd like the one about the most he's, games polling He's $10 vote. for that. No, that's a good bet. I like that one. Yeah. I like, because, again, we've got to look at, it, it, it's so easy just to look at the raw data, but you've got to compare it against other players in his team. At Fremantle, there's only two players that get the football. Correct. One's Brayshaw and one's Sarong. And they both, Brayshaw had a really slow start because he was injured and he got going. And I must confess, I backed him at 50 to one in the run and I was pretty happy at the time. But he still got lots of possessions. He probably didn't have the impact Sarong did. But but outside those two, who's getting votes at Luke, Fremantle? Luke Jackson, Yeah, maybe. charged
0: yep. late. Like, like he was in your lot squad and he's a pretty eye-catching player. Talk yep. and ruck. Yeah, He's been underrated the Luke Jackson. He 100%. copped so
1: much abuse and yeah. so many doubters at the mm. start of the season. He had such a high yeah
2: sort of the buzz on him going across. But I I, I think Sarong is, and his numbers stack up with anybody in the competition, really.
1: Yeah. I've got one for you out. Why, this is a different market I've found with Bet365. Mm-hmm. Um, and, of course, today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit au. Now, Nick Dacos after round ten is a dollar sixty eight to be leading the Brown low with bet three six five. After round five, he's a dollar But I remember talking to I think it was yourself and Pont there in the early part of the season for the Punters Club. Jeremy Cameron got off to a flyer. I reckon he would be yeah. nine, nine to twelve votes in the first five rounds you get $12 for him with bet365.
3: So our friends at Stats Insider have that have that as well. So they have Dacos as a 70% chance to be leading the Brown after round 5. And then they have Clary, Darcy Parish and your man Jeremy Cameron all about that 10% range. Okay. So whatever what what are the odds for for Jeremy?
1: Well, he's $12, Parish is 17. But would you
0: take But
1: you just you, that's, a, that's, that's a good thing.
0: value. You I don't think. you can't bet on that because there's only Dacos is going to win it. You know, Dacos will
1: be the
2: but, leader. It, this is where it's hard not having too many bets because I kind of <laughs> like that as well. And then you think, oh, gee, that's not a bad bet. And because my look,
1: mentality is Dacos, second year. Yeah, but are the umpires noticing? We well, yeah, got 11 in bets in his they first they year. Noticing. Yeah, round yeah. one. Yeah. So
2: have a look at this. for When you think that and you think, okay, gee, that's good numbers. Uh, that's good thoughts on Cameron. Then you look at Nick Dacos. First six weeks, 35, 32, 33, 38, 42 and 40. And Collingwood won five of their first six. And in that time, on three occasions, he kicked multiple goals. So you're sitting there going, he could have 18 after six. Yeah. yeah. And, and then you think, well, okay, if he's 18 after six, he probably only needs 12 more and he's won the Brownlow. It's
1: going to be a nervous night for him.
2: It's going to be a nervous night for a lot of punters yes. that take it and then just – you've has got to go and either go for a walk or go and watch something else and come back and hope that he's held on.
1: So out of the top five, who are you tipping? Is it Dacos for you?
2: No, d- definitely Dacos for me from Yeah. And then Butters in third. My two outsiders are Errol Golden and Connor Rosie. Okay. So Golden's 51 and Rosie's 67. Don't underestimate Rosie because he's more of a.
1: You've got a turn of foot.
2: But he stands out. He kicks multiple goals in games. Um, I think he's actually had as good a year as Butters in a lot of ways. Um, so I think again, he's, it's a fluke's chance because he's got to get at least thirty-two, thirty-three, I think, to beat Dacos. But don't discount him. And Errol Gordon's numbers are so good—twenty-eight yeah, um, disposals or more in seven games that Sydney won. And again, who's going to take the votes off him? Because Chad Warner Warner had a poor year yep. by his standards. Mills had a poor year, and then you start thinking, well, who again? Who's going to take votes off Errol Gordon?
1: I, I reckon if I had, if you gave me twenty dollars right now, if, can you bet? For the two thousand and twenty four Brownlee, yeah. he'd be the he would be the player that I would want to be back. Five times he had twenty-four
2: yeah. possessions or more plus multiple goals and just in general terms thirteen times he had twenty-six plus. But he's a ball carrier. He kicks goals, he kicks the ball inside fifty. And again, who is taking votes off him, like Dacos? Who is taking votes off Dacos at Collingwood? Who is taking votes off Gordon in Sydney?
1: So we're giving you a $100 staking plan at the end of the, the show. Oh, okay. um, so you just got to analyse that right. because you, I know you've got about 100, yeah. 150,000 <laughs> I'll, 100, I'll I'll 150, <laughs> bets. The, the $100 staking plans towards the
0: back end. I'll do my top five because, you know, we've got a dinner on the line here Surely, That's a we'll flower drum number or something like that. So I, think, <laughs> I do think Dacos wins. I just think he just goes too well early. And I've got Butters in second, Bont in third, Track in fourth. And I've got a Christian little... Christian We yeah, don't get a <laughs> And I've got, I've got Jordan Dawson coming fifth for the Crows. Okay. So he's $4 to finish top five. The Crows had a cracking year and he was their best player. So I've got Dawson as my Smokey in fifth. I've got, the, uh, I've got Butters winning it. I think
3: we're going to be surprised by how many votes he polls in that Port Adelaide 13 game winning streak. And then he's also going to come home flying in that last month. If is neck and neck with Dacos at, say, round 15, round 16, he's going to poll more votes than Dacos. And I think he he has a chance to be right around there. The only thing is he's obviously he's not going to poll in the first month. So Dacos is going to do all the damage early. If he can sort of get back within striking range at round 13, 14, I think Butters wins, wins it. And I think Lockie Neal is a chance to be that smoky. There's always someone who polls five votes more than you expect. I think that might be Neal only on Brisbane won every game at home. He's always up there in the disposals. He's very easy for the umpires to go, yeah, Neil, three votes. Even though he didn't have as good a year, Yeah, I still think there's every chance he gets, say, 25 votes and maybe finishes third. And then, obviously, I've, I'm going chalk with Dagos Bond, 4-5. or
1: Okay. I'm with Sack Butters. I think he'll win it. I, I think he stands out because he's so bloody tough. Yeah. And the umpires love that. Um, and he's always in their vision. Like, he's playing in the centre of the ground. He's, he's, I know he didn't kick too many goals, but he did... He did help a lot of forward moves there for Port Adelaide. So I was I'm with Sack Butters to defeat Pally. I think Dacos will be like he'd be a little like Vo Yep. Um, that's exactly he, what he, I he'll, think. He'll get he'll get tied. Like Vo was a champion usually, but I don't think we'll have a dandy andy at hundred to one to knock him off. But I think he'll be needing the line to get beaten right on the post. He'll be such a heartbreaking loss for the punters that have backed him. And I'll, I'll be feeling for David King. He's probably—he's in a great spot. King, he's probably laying off, so he, he's okay. Um, but for bragging rights for the rest of his broadcasting career. So I think Dacos gets run down the concluding stages. Petrarca, I think he's had a good enough season to be in the top five. And I've got to go with Timmy Taranto. His numbers suggest that he's had a wonderful season. He's a ball magnet. And he's a proven Brownlow vote. Getter. Yeah,
2: so Tim Taranto, and I know this from all my same-game multis that went down with Tim Taranto. After round 14, he never got to 30 disposals in a game.
1: Okay. Which is interesting, but it, but it, isn't it? Well, it? That is interesting, isn't it?
2: Considering how prolific he was there and, and so consistently games. prolific. But I thought it was he more damaging away. on the
1: scoreboard in the latter part of the year.
2: So let's have a look at that.
1: I'm just worried about eight. that Kane chat, and just, <laughs> just the, the umpires just won't be drawn to. He won't. Get I any reckon votes it's the opposite. They probably think Kane doesn't know what he's talking four about. T- so they're going to f- give Toronto four a times. A
2: kick. Four times Taranto had twenty-four or more disposals plus multiple goals, and eight times he had twenty-eight plus disposals yeah. in a win. Mm.
1: So that that could
2: amount to twenty-five votes, which put which which does put him in that top yeah. five calculations.
1: What about Toby Green? Mm. Like he's a is at $6 top five when when the Giants won in those middle part – those matches in the middle part of the season. If it wasn't for Toby Green, they don't win. Now, he has an influence on the contest, whether that's enough to get him votes because his numbers aren't as high as midfielders. Yeah,
2: but his problem is he's got Canelio, Green exactly. yep. and Kelly all playing really well. Whitfield, yeah. Ash, they've just – they've got this spread of players that – makes it hard for him as a forward to stand out against those guys that are getting yep. so much more of the footy. All he
0: doesn't right. really get three vote games as well, I feel great. No. gets you get, you know, your four and seven. Is there a Toby and... tax
2: on, on <laughs> votes he gets from the umpires <laughs> so as well as whether he gets suspended or not? through
0: an umpire too. Surely they're sensitive much. <laughs> you know, Nick Foot. I you don't know, think Footy would be giving him a vote, but nah. He'll <laughs> it, be interesting
1: on, on vote night. This is Giddy Up and this is our special Brownlow Medal um, podcast here for the Punters Club. Gareth All-Adam White, Nick Negropontis, and also Huey Fitzpatrick. In today's wagering update brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. So that's a look at the top five and analysing some of the players that might be at some value. There's so many betting options, Whitey. Yes. You've got a few no, that I you have. want to nail so down I, for us.
2: I want to I throw some questions at the panel Okay. Yep. to help us sort of in our own mind, sort of formalise some bets here and just throw them at you. If you are a Carlton supporter, Pont, which you are, oh would you prefer to have your money on most votes for a Carlton player being Curno at $1. eighty-five, or Cripps at $1. ninety-five, or would you prefer to be with the value of Chera at $11?
3: See, this is the weird thing, isn't it? I think Chera's going to win Carlton's best and fairest, but I think Cripps is going to pull the most votes. See, Curnow is slightly favoured, uh, to poll more votes, but in every like if you look at every sort of online breakdown in terms of the 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 full season counts, you look at stats insider as well, it's dead set 50-50. Kerno say 18 votes, Cripps say 19 votes. I still think Cripps has the pedigree that's going to get him those votes that Kerno otherwise wouldn't. Kerno's gonna poll six votes against West Coast. He's gonna poll three votes against North, so there's nine. He he probably still needs another ten to get above where I think Crips will get to. I think Cripps on reputation alone and a pretty strong run of form around the buy period. I think Cripps just pips Kurno, but I think it's close and I wouldn't I wouldn't touch Chera. Honestly, I wouldn't bet on Calvin in the in the team to team. Okay. It's so 50-50, I think you're you're basically flipping a
2: coin. So I think, yeah.
0: I take you like Chera.
2: No, I I just think he's I think he's value. That's all I'm saying. So a lot of people will take really short prices on players in same game in yeah, multis, multis, club yeah. multis where you're taking a $1.15, $1.18. Mm-hmm. Are you better to do that or are you better to just ha- sprinkle a few dollars on players at big odds? So I'll give you another one. Hawthorne, you've got yep. John Newcomb at $2, Sicily at $2 who gets a lot of cheap ball in defence, or you've got Will Day as a tall midfielder running around in the midfield doing really well for the Hawks at $19. That that feels wrong to me.
0: It does feel wrong, but I feel like Newcomb's impact (coughs) on games is so yeah.
2: And I I agree with you. Yeah,
0: I know, I know what you mean. But you're taking two dollars compared to nineteen dollars It's a betting play. But yeah, look, I'd be with, I would be with Newcomb. Just I've watched him a lot this year, and his impact on games is huge. Like he wins them for him. So yeah, I would actually might be taking that two dollars. Our our friends
3: at Stats Insider have: Will Day at a one point five percent chance to win? Hawthorne That's most not a good most side. votes. Newcomb <laughs> and Sicily 50 basically straight flip of a coin. Sicily missed a lot of football, and Sicily missed those three games with yeah. with
2: suspension. So another one for you. This is one for you, Gareth. You can take Luke Davies Uniac. Yes, this is the bet at a dollar. What is he a dollar seventy? I'm not reading my notes very well here. Or you can take Sheez at eleven dollars or Larky at eight dollars. Who would you prefer? Mm-hmm. Now I'll cave it by saying that when North Melbourne won their two games at the start of the year, yeah. Luke was outstanding.
3: Luke was the best but on so route. was Larkey.
2: But so was Larky, and Larkey kicked what nine in the last round of the year. L-
3: Larkey's gonna start the year with three votes and he's gonna finish the year with three votes. Mm. Does oh. anyone in North Melbourne get to ten?
1: No. Yeah.
2: They did lose a few games by very small margins though, which I think Chiesel, nearly
1: won a Coleman.
2: He did, but Sheesel. I just reckon Shiesel at eleven dollars. The amount of footy he got through the year, so we can't just say, "Oh, North Melbourne won three games." They they got close in a lot of games, and Sheasel was good in a lot of those games. So it'll either be someone getting three lots of three votes, or to be Sheasel picking up yeah. ones and twos and that along the way. I,
1: I'd I'd say Larky at eight dollars would be my bet there, but it's a, it's I don't think you would touch it for your multi. Not for the multi. I think this is the bet of the brownler. Ooh. Larky, right. Larky, to get more
3: votes than LDU at eight bucks, or I've even seen him at ten bucks. I think this is a flip of the coin.
2: Yeah, I agree. I think
3: LDU is going to get eight votes, and I think Larky has six locked in. Yeah. So if he finds three more, he beats him. And at eight bucks, I think that's okay. that's great. Value. Yeah,
2: um, I don't, I'm not saying it's the best, but it's a no. good one. <laughs> um, I got another one. Yes. Sinclair at St Kilda is a dollar thirty, for again more of a half back. I know he played in midfield, but he gets a lot of cheap ball. Where he's getting them in chains and whatever else. Or would, would you prefer Marshall at four fifty or Crouch at eleven dollars in the engine room?
0: Yeah, look, I think I think Sinclair's a moral for that. He's an outstanding year and his impact on games as well, as I say again, which is what umpires look at. Yep. I think Sinclair is a dollar thirty five and two so I actually think that's quite good value for the Saints, a okay. dollar thirty five to add to those multis. So yeah, yep. Marshall had a terrific year. Didn't get that all Australian, which he sh- nearly arguably should have, but yeah, I think Sinclair at $1. thirty-five is actually quite value for those
2: multis. We talked before about the Giants. Toby Green's $1.55, but Tom Green, who's had more disposals pretty much than anyone in the entire competition, and he's in the engine room, he's three seventy-five, And Stephen Cornelio, probably his best ever year. Yes, yeah, $6. $6. Someone that goes forward, kicks goals, has big, big games.
1: Yeah, and Kelly was good towards the back end as well $13. Do you know what we're going to do? Um, we're going to play a game. We'll run through each club <laughs> yep. and just a, uh, you know, quick hand. You used to play quick hands when we're playing football. One word answers. Yeah, one Whatever handball just kicks. And then after from two Andrews. words answer two word answers, okay. and you've got to say multi if you put in your multi. All right, Adelaide, Jordan Dawson, a dollar fifteen, lad seven. Taylor Walker, eight dollars. Dawson. 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 Okay. Charlie <laughs> Kernau, a dollar eighty five. Crips, a dollar ninety five, Chira eleven, whitey. Crips. 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 Maybe we multi that G. Maybe multi all the ones we agree on. Yeah, yeah that's all a right. match. Yeah, so all right, then. So we're multiing. Uh, it's like Crips. It's a multi for Kerno and Dawson. Uh, Crips, and Crips. Crips and Dawson. Oh, Crips and Dawson. Sorry. Chuck Lucky Neely at a dollar one. <laughs> all right then. Um, Essendon, you've got Merit at dollar sixteen.
2: Definitely, yeah, Merit. Merit.
1: Merit clearly. Yep. yep. So I got Crips, Dawson, and Merit. We got Merit.
2: He'll poll very well, Zach Merritt. He'll poll really well. Nine times he had twenty-eight disposals or more in a win. Yeah. And a Did bit he? like the others, who's taking votes off him at Essendon outside of Darcy Parish, who missed a fair chunk of the year through injury. So
0: does he get in that top five betting three Oh, hundred seventy-five? He'd be very close because yeah. he kind
2: of gets dismissed because he's ineligible to actually win it, yeah. which I think actually has an impact on markets, as silly as that sounds.
1: 3 or Caleb Sarongs at a dollar twenty. Yeah, oh, tomorrow. Yeah, yep.
2: I'm I'm a bit biased towards Brayshaw, but I think Sarong will probably get him.
1: Then we go to Geelong. Jeremy Cameron $1.53, Stewart $5, Dangerfield $5, Myers 20 to 1. Wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. Wouldn't touch it with a 10 foot pole. Cameron's
2: tempting there. Yeah, he is tempting. Who who else is going to get more than 10 or 12? Nobody. Nobody.
0: Danger
3: won't
1: really close. All right, then I'll make it. Cameron
2: might make the value in the multi.
1: They're so up to $4.70, we bet $365. Noah Anderson $1.10. Is he a lock?
2: Don't I wouldn't touch, touch that. that one.
1: All right, really? Then. Well um, but he had, $10, oh, ten, too. It's not not, value.
2: not at look. that price. Yeah. No. I mean, someone you know, someone random like Sam Flanders might just come and get fifteen with some of the things he did in the second half of the year. Yeah. Miller missed a lot of footy. What what do they do with Rao? Lekocious. I'm not sure with Anzac okay. because I don't think he's been as great in the second half of the year as he was in the first half.
1: Hawthorne, Newcomb two dollars. We liked that, didn't we? I think that's really nice little multi. Yeah. multi I like multi. that. But that, do you want another multi though, G? Yes. Sicily can't get. You like you always argue with the umpires. I don't think Sicily will get it. But
2: yep. you, we could do two. You do a, like a, no, a really strong not, multi and then a second multi. We're not
1: confusing people here <laughs> because so Newcomb, so he jumps in at two dollars, North Melbourne. No,
2: nah, I, I think we stay there. away.
1: All right then. We'll get these up in our socials too. I'll Davies Uniac is a dollar dollar oh seven.
2: Dollar oh seven, yeah. No, Port
1: definitely. Adelaide Butters a dollar eighteen. Rosie four fifty. Well, we're tipping Rosie. I mean Butters, butters to win. Yeah. And $1.18's not bad for a little multi. Well, we've got to put it in Whitey. If we, you put it in, yeah.
2: I've been out vote on that one.
1: <laughs> because it's sort of like we look like idiots if we don't put him in our multi <laughs> if we think he's going to win. Richmond, Toronto a dollar oh five. I don't.
2: Too short. Too short. Now. Kiel- I reckon Dustin Martin is a massive chance.
1: At $13? $13. At $13 yep. because
2: you've got the other options of favourite out where you've got Bolton and Martin about the same. I reckon Dusty will be, get more votes than Bolton.
1: All right then. Sinclair, 30 we We're with him, aren't we? For a yeah. second. Yeah, we'll me. Oh, or do you no, want we'll
0: to leave it out? It out. Yeah, leave we'll it, we'll out, it out. Just wide his yep. open about, you know, Martin, leave it out. maybe. Okay. All right, then I've already put it in. So you I can alf- you can well, L for SG Yeah, all right, You're then. the host, as you said. of This yeah. your show, mate. Mm. So, so Jack Sinclair, me.
1: it's difficult. I'm doing the calculator. So he's he's it's so it's fourteen dollars and sixty cents with Sinclair. Yeah. Didn't Daniel Horn make him the most valuable player in the competition with yeah. his best player yeah. in the competition, apparently? So Horn is always right. So um, if 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 we get roll because of Sinclair, no, I don't think we will. Rowan Marshall's second favourite. Yeah, please. I'm <laughs> um, <laughs> um, with you. G. Yeah. Uh Errol Golden Golden a dollar fifteen, Chad Warner five fifty.
2: Definitely put Golden in. he's a dollar fifteen.
1: Yep. And then what else How often have we got? let have, have haven't nah. even got a list. Have
2: Look. you ever had tennis multis where you, oh, chuck the yeah, dollar six say, in, they win, and they lose? Yeah. And you're going at the Melbourne Park, and you're jumping out in the outside court to barrack for a person you've never heard of before because they're down two sets to love so to yeah. someone you've never heard of? The
1: so, version
3: of that this year will be Oscar Allen getting five votes and Tim Kelly getting four.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, it'll, it'll be something it, like that. Yeah.
1: So that's $16.80, so we'll read them out. Can you write these down for me? On. Let's go. So Dawson, yep. Cripps, Merritt, Fremantle, we had Sarong, Geelong, we put Cameron in, Gold Coast, we left alone, Greater West to Sydney, we left alone, Hawthorne, we put Newcombe in at $2, um, we left North Melbourne alone, Port Adelaide, we put Butters in, Richmond, we left alone, St Kilda, we put Jack Sinclair in, and Sydney Errol was in. So that's a multi of $16.80. we bet 365, the world's favourite online betting brand. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Visit GamblingHelpOnline.org.au. I'll put $50 of my staking plan on that multi.
2: I like that one.
1: Um, and let's get stuck into our $100 staking plans. Here just, we... a, just a quick one, Jay. I, yes. I know you're a
0: Brisbane man. So Neil's obviously a, a moral, but the, the betting without Neil is a real interesting one. So... Dunkley is the favourite, two dollars favourite, and then Danaher's next let, and then Cameron is the third. I think it's two What's it's Danaher? Dunkley I'd had it. I think it's about five fifty. Yeah, Dunkley. Danaher. And Cameron's was, tens. Cameron gets two, three voters in the first six rounds. Yeah, maybe Cameron. Um, but Cameron sometimes goes.
1: Yeah, he, he's either hot or he's cold. it's
0: oh, well, too you difficult were, for me. You're talking is about that, staking plans. I'm going to have twenty five of my staking plan on Cameron. To be the next best poll vote what getter. Price? Ten bucks I'm getting.
1: All right then. So let's go through your staking plan. We are running out of time, would you believe? Hundred bucks. <laughs> so
0: I'm gonna have twenty five on Cameron and I'm just gonna go seventy five on Nick Dacos to win. I know I'm getting unders when I could have got fifty one or whatever Kingy got, but look, I'm just gonna keep it straight, not confuse the listeners. Seventy five on Dacos to Pond? win.
3: Yeah, I'll do fifty bucks on Butters to win. Twenty five on Blarkey, most votes for North Melbourne. And then I'm going to take 25 on Lockie Neal top five finish at $1.62. Okay.
1: Adam, White.
2: Okay. So I'm going to keep it pretty simple. Day costs $75 straight out to yes. win. And I'm going to have a three-leg multi, mm-hmm. which is going to be day over 29 and a half votes, merit over 20 and a half votes, Petrarca, under 27 and a half votes. And that's what I'm going to have. All right, then. So what's that? That's going to be about six fifty. thereabouts.
1: Chips in on Dacos. Yeah. So, so what I'm going to do is that I'm going to have that multi we read out, $16.80. And then I'm just going to go another multi. So I'm going to have $50 of that and 50 on this multi. Jack Sinclair, St. Kilda. Zach Butters, Port Adelaide. <coughs> Nick Larkey. At $8, North Melbourne. John Newcombe Hawthorne at $2. And I'm going Jeremy Cameron at $1.53. And Zach Merritt at $1.16, along with... And that'll do me. That'll <laughs> do me there. And uh, that's my, my other multi at $50 there for the multi. And I'm just hoping that the ponts right god bless you, have, you haven't been all right or you haven't the, been right all season yeah. hopefully you, you are with nick Larky.
2: so we've discussed plenty of things haven't we so there's others that i'm not putting in my staking plan that yep. i like and we you know you can you take be, whatever you're, you're you like you could be
1: going through all the different betting markets for the brown Lake.
2: yeah you can i've just got to restrain myself yes because you have got to gamble responsibly
1: correct have you got any others for us yeah, i think <laughs> i think I've, I've got it? enough hey just before we say goodbye this is a podcast of course a special giddy up punners club edition here for as we We're meant to be the doing Brownlow. the prelims
2: as well. Do you yes. want to
1: do that? Yeah, we'll just run through them quickly. I'm, I'm with GWS in Brisbane. I think the Giants can get over the Magpies. I think and Joel Selwood mentioned this a few times. And Collingwood aren't used to this, and they've got a lot of players that have been underdone a little bit. This they haven't played a lot of football in the last month. GWS have got all the momentum. Um, I think that I think that the Giants can cause the upset.
2: I think they can too. The only thing is, can the Giants do it three weeks in a row on the road? It's a very, very tough thing Bulldogs for them to written, do. they
1: written all over.
2: Them. So they, I think they can. I think they have a midfield edge over Collingwood. Um, I just wonder the, whether the freshness will actually help Collingwood as opposed to hinder them. Mm. But their form is so hard to read because you don't read anything into that last game against Essendon. And I think statistically against Melbourne, they were so lucky to win that game because Melbourne started so poorly and Collingwood started quite well. But if you actually look at the game, they didn't play particularly well in that game. I don't think they're the same team they were in the first half of the year. So I think they're vulnerable. Um, It's just whether the Giants three weeks in a row can travel and win.
0: I think... The two best teams will win. And I'm backing about at the lines. So I've got a little prelim multi for the punters. So Brisbane at the line. The line is eight and a half. I think they'll make light work at Carlton. I think they've had a terrific year, the Blues. But I, I completely agree. They're sore. And I think Collingwood, Giants have been terrific. But they haven't really played a great side. They've beaten the Saints and then last week. So I think the Pies... Great side.
1: So they beat Port. They, they, beat, they haven't been... Mate, if if you
0: being, think Port, Port haven't been
2: going s- great for a while. I oh, no, think a great a... side. Yeah. Like, come on. No yeah.
0: way. So I think we can take that line, that little double. You get 360.
2: So for me, the same game multi into Knights game, I'm going with the Orange Tsunami. Tom Green to get 30 disposals or more and Kelly, Canelio, and Whitfield all to get 25 or more. That's $3.10. Collingwood don't tag. So as a result of that, that'll push Kelly and Canelio's numbers up. Green will get it anyway. And Whitfield's he's going on a great run of getting 25 disposals or more. Um, and then the overall games, I, I think the Giants are a great chance, but rather than back them to win just back them to get more than 78 and points. Mm. So in the last six games, they've scored 85 or more. We know the weather's going to be good tonight. We know Conley would like to score, and they sometimes give up score to score themselves. So just take the Giants to get $1.90, 78 and And in the game tomorrow night, I'm a bit the same. Brisbane, we know they score heavily. We know that Carlton have defended better but I'm not sure how Carlton are going to keep Brisbane to under ninety two and a half points. Mm. So rather than taking a line of Brisbane to win by minus nineteen and a half, just take the over ninety two and a half.
3: I think this Saturday night is very simple. If Brisbane score ninety points, they win. I think it's honestly as simple as that. And they probably, as you said, taking them ninety two and a half, you're basically saying they will win the
1: game.
2: Yep. And you're getting a better price than yep. taking the dollar thirty three.
1: The, the Lions will win. This is a, <clears> yeah. I've, I believe sides that have been knocking on the door and have had heartbreak for a while, like the Lions, have had. They it's, they get rewarded by the footy gods, and I think GWS, um, I think it'd be great for the ga- for the game. And don't forget, like they did give it, like they they gave away Toronto and who else? Um, Hopper. Hopper and Hopper. Very smart him. recruitment. Their recruitment yep. team should get a more importance. Can you,
2: can you imagine next week if it's a Brisbane Giants grand final compared to the alternative, which could be Collingwood and
1: Carlton? I'll be happy. I'm a Brisbane supporter. I think Brisbane. I think Brisbane will win the flag. Surely this is so I, this is the Lions year. Hey, Whitey, um, enjoy your weekend. It's going to be a great weekend of footy and racing. It doesn't get any better for our sporting fans. Um, yeah, and let the best footballer win the Brownlee, which usually doesn't happen, but hopefully happens this year.
2: Let's hope so. Fingers crossed. We've got that many bets. We've got to get, at least get one up.
1: I hope so. Um, and we are gambling responsibly and all of our odds brought to you by Bet365, the world's favourite online betting. Brandon Pont, you're not tipping Carlton. No, I think Brisbane smash it. My yeah. come. Honestly, One of I, I know loyal supporters. I've been negative all
3: year, but I did say Carlton would beat Sydney. And I said, Melbourne Carlton would come down to the final five minutes in a low scoring game. Yeah. Brisbane by
1: 40 points. Are you doing any, are you doing the blues podcast still? Uh, yeah. Well, every now and then. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> every now and then. Yeah. And did you want Michael Voss sacked halfway through the season? No, I was never on that. Trip, okay. On that you sure? Yeah, no, th- you
2: got to give him credit. He was convincing us that Carton were going to make the finals when they were $3.50 and yes. I said, really not likely.
3: I, I said the club probably would sack Voss if they <laughs> lost all those games. They didn't yeah. say that they should. But
2: we'll never know. Had they lost to Gold Coast, I'm not convinced there wouldn't have been Total turmoil there.
1: Yeah, one of the I've never seen a season where you've had turnarounds from the Giants and turnarounds like a, the the Carlton so
3: Football Club. Finally you say that. After round fourteen, yeah. Carlton was one hundred and fifty one dollars to win the flag, and GWS in that same week was two hundred and fifty one dollars to win the flag.
2: There is a feeling to me. Everyone's going back to that ninety nine preliminary final, the the Carlton you know miracle. Yes, yeah. It feels a lot like, for me, Richmond and Brisbane in 2001 where somehow the Tigers got through to a preliminary final under Danny Frawley and they went up to Brisbane yeah, and it was just like mission impossible yep. and the Lions smacked Richmond and I've got a feeling it will happen here but I hope for Carlton yep. it doesn't. Melbourne West Coast
1: 2018 vibes, I think. And here will you enjoy your sausage rolls and party pies with sauce on, you'd probably be so stupid playing stupid drinking games the Brownlow?
0: Yeah. No, I can't wait, Jay. This was good fun. <laughs> I look forward to it.
1: All right, then. Thanks for your company on Giddy Up Special, Punter's Club. Giddy brown Up Low. Extra, you call yeah. it. Yeah, Giddy Up Extra. Channel. Yep. Brownlow preview. I promised you. And there was a lot of text messages saying, Gareth, when are you dropping that podcast for the Brown And, um... And especially our great mate, Bear Robertson. He loves you, Whitey. He wanted it. So what you want, our, our loyal listeners, and we're flying up the rankings as well. What, we're, we're nearly top five in the SN. are too,
0: too arrogant, G, but yeah, we're the number one racing station yeah. in, this, in, the, in the country. Just
1: one step at a time, as they say, Pont. That's um, it. Thanks
0: all for our, your all cup. All our bets will be on au. too. Yeah. I'm going to put an article together, so if you missed yeah, it,
1: yeah, we, we waffled
0: about a bit. So digital, digital content all, all, as the well. artic- all the bets will be on the SCN. Uh, TikToks.
1: Uh, yeah, bit of Whitey TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, Pond on TikTok.
2: They'll scare the people um, away.
1: Thanks, Whitey. Thanks, Pont. Thanks, Huey. Thanks Thank you, Gareth. And have a wonderful day or whatever you're doing. Good luck if your footy team is playing in the preliminary final. Good luck to our mate Mickey Barlow because hopefully he can lead the Werribee Football Club to a premiership there on Sunday. I'll be back on Monday for giddy up, but for winners on a Saturday morning at nine o'clock. But for now, have a a wonderful time, whatever you are doing on this um, wonderful Friday and a brilliant weekend to look forward to.